This is Mr. Impact Wrestling and Joe Moose, and you're listening to the Irish Whip. Hookers? Hookers and Coke? Hookers and Coke, man. You're the only pro wrestler I know that wants to do the shit in the morning. Yeti, you're a f***ing moron. Put it this way, I think Sammy Callahan might as well just change his name to Invader I want to know why. Like, he can dodge any question. Like, I'll tell anyone that. You can tell me the f***, but I, I'm going to ask specific questions. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. WrestlingNewsSource.com all the rest of you yahoos are out there dilly-dilling, you little wankers, we're actually receiving real wrestling news. This is Brett screwed Brett. I'm Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Brett screwed Brett. Ball two, arm bar. Hey, get a nice shot of the brand new Mr. and Mrs. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I hate you. I hate you. I hate your hat. I hate your t-shirts. I hate your wristbands. I hate your shoes. I hate your music. I hate the C-Nation. I hate everything that you stand for. So does rule. Yeah, they do. <laughs> What's up, TIW Mafia? What's up, gentlemen and ladies? This is cool. This is... I'm a, I'm still I I'm when I what I'm always curious about and people that can't watch um as always please follow us at the number 3 Irish boys with a z on Twitter always on Facebook um sportscaster anywhere you can see down below anywhere any podcast is pretty much available you can find uh the Irish whip podcast I love Jake. this look at this we got RJ right off the bat with ringside rant we got Tommy Flynn right off the bat love it I love you guys this. Prop. I, love the, I love the props. I love your brewski. Um, I love your brewski jersey. I love my. Yes. Uh, you're drinking beer. I have um, Irish coffee going tonight. Thanks, Timber. Yeah, I got we my just, top. We were just talking about that. You're you're telling me to tell I to stop telling my kids to be quiet, and I told them that they need to know who sits at the head of the table. And what did you say? <laughs> yeah, your girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm excited to give away the fig. Um, how was your week? Like we didn't talk very much this week. No, we didn't. It was great. I mean, I worked, uh, I watched him wrestling. What's up chaos theory podcast, Mr. Mike Farrell. What's up, Mike? Mike, you thinking of some schemes? You thinking of some raps, Mike? You got to give me the date. I'm telling you any day after Christmas, I'm down. (laughs) God, this is fucking, I've been studying the lyrical, you know, you actually said that you do, you were going to, you said that you're studying the lyrical genius, the lyrical genius, Vanilla Ice. You had ice in there. You just had the wrong ice cube, ice tea, ice, anything <laughs> you besides <know>? vanilla. <laughs> um, he didn't even write his own shit. I bet if you look on there, he didn't even write his own shit. I, we got some shit. You know, I think tomorrow, I think we might have a Kurt Hawkins sign in live on the site. Uh, that'll be actually pretty good. You you, you really tried hard to get this um, uh, delivered to us um, in time to get it signed up yeah. there. So pretty cool. Yeah, AW I did King, it. Kenny Omega, thanks, Tommy. And we're going to talk touch that here in a minute. Yes. Ooh. We will hit on Kenny Omega. We're going to hit on Walking. Um, laughing at you, by the way. <laughs> Listen, I grew up on the legends. I grew up on the classics, Mike. So don't you worry about me. And I'm a fan of from like, battle rap now. So I don't know how much you know about that, Mike. And for those who don't know, at some point after Christmas, hopefully sooner than later, me and Mike Farrell, who is a really, really, really good rapper, um, uh, deceptively so too. I, you wouldn't expect it. He's really good, but I am going to beat him in a battle rap. I'm a fan of battle rap now, the current battle rappers that most people have never heard of. Uh, so you're in trouble, man, because I study that stuff. Yeah, there you go. JP is so old, the only rapping he knows is Christmas rapping. Uh, all right, all right, Rings. All right, RJ, because I didn't grow up on Biggie and Pac. Cricaris one and See, here's the thing. It's like I, I, did, I, did, the, uh, I did the 90s rap. I, I was in it, and then I was like... It was fun. No no problem. Uh, South Central LA, I love it. But as soon as it got to a certain point, I got right back to my roots in rock and roll, and that's where I'll always live. So when you guys do a rap battle, I'm like, it's it's cool. because uh, Tim Montana, I'm a fan. He, loves, he's, he works with Kid Rock, Charlie Daniels, all those cool dudes. Yep. 
so I'm, I mean, he's, he's part of that scene. I'm more excited to see, um, like Rucker said, a bunch of white dudes talking rap. That's what I'm talking about. We're just trying to get over this. I'm just excited for the rap battle. I'm just excited to see how much fun who's going to get. Somebody's going to get, maybe it'll be competitive. I don't know. Hi, Lori. So let's let's get into this, dude. Let's literally uh, get into um, what we're here to talk about. Oh, What's shit. your opinion oh, on the what's... Sting appearance in AEW? Ooh. Jason, I want your opinion on the Sting appearance on AEW. For those who don't know, this is uh, that's one that's former NWA light heavyweight champion Jason Rumble right there. Yes, like Jason. literally. What's up, Jay? Um, I think it's good for the company. I think um, I think he'd be great in like a, a manager role. Uh, some type of GM role, as long as he can act as an agent for those guys, I think he'll elevate everybody. Do you feel like that locker room not only becomes a little stronger with Sting there? I'm I'm not for or against it right now. I think I'm, um, I think I'm, I think my the jury's out on, on AEW for for me just because the reason here's my here's why. You can't compare AEW and NXT. It's two totally different brands at this point in time. When you're bringing in the talent like uh, Sting into an AEW level, then you're saying you're ready for the big leagues. Okay, then if you're ready for the big leagues, let's let's do it, right? Stop comparing AEW to NXT because NXT is a developmental program. It's a developmental promotion. Am I right, JP, or am I wrong? Sort of. So here's the thing. And and let me me back to... Let me back I've it never up. seen WWE reply to something any other company has done before. But I did see a, an article today that said that uh, Triple H has said that they're not against um, working with other companies. And so that's definitely in response to AEW working with Impact. We talked about this last week. Right. And we did it briefly and, at the end just because we know guys that are in both the companies. like you, And this goes back two years to New Japan Pro Wrestling the Young Bucks, the separation. I have a hard time swallowing that we're watching New Japan wrestling in the States and people are talking and acting like it's something other than that. Plus, like I've we watch Beyond. I really feel like I'm watching Beyond Wrestling every time I'm watching AEW. It's awesome for me. I love it. And when I see somebody like Sting, it reinforces, I think for me, the fact that they're trying they're they're in it. Like they're really in it. And I think what they're using Sting for is one of twofold ratings, right? And two, a leader in that locker room, a leader that is a guy that will 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 that aligns with what AEW I think business philosophy is is be independent, be yourself, make your own money, do your own thing, and that's what Sting's done, right? He he didn't go to the WWE. He did he did the WCW thing. He was an NWA guy the entire thing through. So, I think it's cool, man. I, I'm I'm ready to go. I, I don't know what how you feel about Sting, but I'm more excited for the youth getting the spotlight, like John Silver, legit Layla, Orange Cassidy, best friends, um, LAX, Eddie Kingston. Like those are the, just the top of my mind right now but, that I can I can go from that I'm I'm really happy that Sting's there but I'm also disappointed at the same time because it means that you have to have a twenty man battle royal which Adam Page is a part of. But That's I just a three minute that, diatide puke vomit of how I feel about Sting in AEW. I'm excited but I'm leery at the same time. This is this is Jason here at one point in NXT. In one point in time, NXT was developmental, but then they threw their hat into the pay-per-view market, and they became a major player, along with them being on network TV. That's not all. That's I think what he meant to say is that not just the network. That's real, real television, basically. Okay, then. So explain to me, and this is me coming at it. What happened to where is Evolve in this? And now, when you sign, when you post this stuff, they're trying to call it the next signing of developmental contracts, you see seven guys and then two of those are pretty ready. You see them in NXT. Like I'm trying to see the compare, like to me, it's still developmental. It will always be that way to me because that's where the original signees go to do it. But then you got guys like Tommaso Ciampa. That's like clearly just stated. That's my- I don't want to go to WWE. I'm NXT. Exactly. And that's that, I guess that was my follow up to that is we also have like when you, Adam Cole is NXT. Like, 
I can't see Undisputed Era in in any other thing than the Gold Brand for a long time, and I I respect like Roderick Strong is one of my favorite professional wrestlers of all time. Not only because of who he is as a person, but the drive and dedication he's had to be who he is. Like it's, it, it sucks. Good. It sucks, man. And then all of a sudden, can you imagine the work like these guys, like Matt Seidel, um, Roderick Strong, like AEW, and the merger with Impact is huge. But I really think that we're missing the boat, and I think that Impact is going to get the bigger shake of this hand. I don't know. I think um, so. You got two companies that you, that are. I don't know. They're going to be working together with Impact and with. Yep, Mike. You you get you had two pretty big things that happened this week on AEW, um, and that's the Sting that Sting coming in. That's going to be big, and that's going to elevate them all because that's going to put eyes on them. It's David Arquette, okay? It's going to mm-hmm. put eyes on them. It's going to get headlines. It has. It's they they managed to surprise people with that. No one knew he was coming out until he came out. Like how the fuck did they do that? WWE can't pull that off. I, I'm Jason is one hundred percent right, and I will. I'm I'm not credible. Finn Balor's credibility. I'm never. I will never question that. And the reason I, I NXT is to like you just to provide credibility to a brand that need it. And it, when I think of a brand in NXT, Finn Balor is that brand. So I, I, I absolutely like. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying this is just me as through eyes from somebody that's not or doesn't know. Right, just just a casual fan that's been watching this forever through a television. Right. I'm sorry, I think I said Jason was um, NWA light heavyweight champ. He was the NWA junior heavyweight champ. My apologies. Should be. He should be sorry. That, uh, that's be. a big. That's a mistake. That's and it is a major brand. Like Johnny Gargano is no chump. Tommaso like... Champa is no chump. Uh, UE is no yeah. chump. Like these guys, Keith Lee, no chump. I, I really think right. that. I think that the the. I think the talent that's in NXT have the ability to move up if they so choose. I think the Undisputed Era has been given that opportunity, and I think they've talked with it I think, um, um, and declined. I think they've decided that that's where they want to be, and that's the brand they want to be behind with. And I think when you bring a Finn Balor, they say down, but when I, I to me, when I, for me as a fan, NXT is above those products because I get all of it at the same time. Yeah. Dude, Finn Balor and Kenny Omega, Bullet Club versus Bullet Club is absolutely right. There's so many tie-ins that if if this was all done right and every promotion worked us all the way that they should work us to the end of no end for every ounce and every penny that we have, it could all work. It really, really could. But it's gonna take it's gonna take a lot more Triple H coming forward and saying that than ever before. Like, do you remember the pay-per-view ECW in the Hammerstein Ballroom when like Paul E shit all over Edge, speaking of giving over that, talking about my heart. Like he shit all over JBL. Do you remember that? Do you remember that like that pay per view in there and how he just went where he went? I, but those are work. Exactly. Exactly. But to some people that's not. To some people that's a shoot. And I guess that's the point I'm trying to make, man, is when people are when we're talking about all of this, like I think I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I'm not going to get everything when it comes to um, JP Yawn and, and Tommy Flynn taking a sip of soda every time. I don't think I yawned. I've been drinking. <laughs> I've been drinking my beer. I, you know, I, I'm an NXT mark. I will always be NXT. I've watched it since episode one. I've missed a few episodes here and there, but I've always went back to watch them. Um, I miss them on the WWE Network. I miss being able to watch that. And then 205 Live. Um I don't know, man. I really think that Impact is is really going to benefit more from this than AEW. Because think about it. You've already got AEW Dark, right? Yes. And I agree with Jason on this. Is NX, you, and you know this for a fact, Josh. The one show that I go out of my way to see each week is NXT. Absolutely. Like, I, I choose. I consciously choose to make my ratings count, and I watch NXT over AEW just because I'm... I'm not bored of the product. It's a different product. It's one I prefer to watch um, secondary. I have a primary, and that's NXT because that's it's a brand that I fell in love with. I've been able to watch something since its inception, so it's really cool for me to do that. Some people feel that same with AEW. The reason I don't feel that way about AEW is because I've already watched this shit in New Japan. That's just my feelings. Like that's 
but a lot of this is going to be. I just, you know how I feel, man. I'm, I'm a, I'm a purist at heart. I really am. And I, Don Callis is, is one of the cool, I, mark my words, mark my words right now. You're going to see the same TNN network versus impact fight over ratings that we, that we saw um, when ECW was trying to break from TNN, but it's all going to be different. I, I, I do impact wrestling X division or NX on NXT dude, just, uh, don't get me started. You don't. But it's the Close. problem is, is it's too dangerous. It's too dangerous. And um, when you're talking about NXT talent and the experience, um, what's up, Joe Salenza? Um, you got to take into account. Look at the – somebody tweeted the most – let me ask you this, JP. Who do you think is the most over and also the most improved wrestler of 2020? Um, improved? Yes. Brand wise, skill wise, mic wise, um, uh, and the reason I ask is because somebody, somebody, and it's somebody that I love. It, it's it's just awesome. I don't want to mention him right now because I don't want to call him out because I haven't asked. But Drew McIntyre was most improved. Yes, I would give that. I, I would say that. Let me ask you this: so if you if you look smaller or further into somebody like Shotzi Blackheart that was in Evolve yeah. and now where she's at in NXT, I think that's the point that I'm trying to make. Right? It's it's. It's that bigger show, but on a smaller level, and you, I get to see the people that we've seen in Beyond on independent wrestling TV go to Evolve, then go to NXT, have that work where they've done the training the right way, done everything properly, and then you see that maturation process from there to now. I think that's the point I'm trying to make is there's no, there's no love loss for me when it comes to um, AEW in the product. I just think it's a different level. I think AEW is on a Raw and SmackDown level. I don't think it's on an NXT level. I think they're competing in a league that they're better than, and they're touting their woo woos because they they feel like they need to when they should just be shutting up and producing more and more product. But it's so here's the here's the thing to go back to the original thing on it being a. Uh, on if it's a feeder or not, if it's a developmental. And I think it is less developmental now than it was. Like, Agreed. Because since Keith Lee, who's come up? You, you can't right now. You could say you could say um, Retribution, but a lot of Retribution wasn't even really being used on NXT. Do we, do we start trying to get the Easter eggs now in on this guy, or do we do eight? Is this do we do we go from A G F U C K S to this guy or what? I, Jason, I've been saying that about that kid forever, and you know that. This is this is the individual that um, Drew Gulak refers to as um, September Beige, <laughs> also <laughs> known as August Gray. <laughs> that was that was a great tweet, but that's Dude, that, yeah, was, I, that was awesome. I don't disagree with that, and the way they get the the way they're giving him time already is incredible, and they're putting him. In spots where he's he affects, he has the ability to affect a storyline. Um, he's smart enough that he knows that's not his spot right now. Um, but if he made a mistake, that could that could jeopardize a storyline, and they're trusting him in those spots, which shows you how they feel about him. Yeah, August Gray, um, also known as Retro AG, uh, to us. Um, and everybody else now is Austin Gray, August Gray. I'm still curious to see if your theory behind the T-shirt um, and the name pick is actually true or not. At some point, we may get the answer to that when he's old and retired, and we get to do this like 20 years from now. Um, what what was that? Uh, that I really think that because didn't that name announcement come in um, in August? And isn't the August oh, yeah. one that Gray NXT T-shirt? So we're just thinking <laughs> that that is just true. basically since it's just that basically. Is true. <laughs> picked the month of, of, of uh, what, it, what he was August asked in the his color birthday. Of... <laughs> in the just, color the color t-shirt that he's it's, it, I, it, that's it man plus the Canadian tuxedo he's throwing out there um, I don't know man I'm, I'm excited to I'm an NXT yeah. mark and I'm always going to be that because we've said this since, since day one you can go back three years from now when August Gray was talking about CZW in um Taking the belt, the same belt that MJF had, the same belt that um, John Moxley has had, the same belt a lot of people have had um, in CZW. So, so 
I'm just a mark for that. And it's, it's the, I don't follow dudes. I follow belts, follow the belt, follow the belts. Jason, I know it's COVID and there's not a lot going on, but if you want to plug your stuff, we'll put it up on the screen for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, so I guess overall Stinger, I'm super jacked that he's there. I mean, pro wrestling tees, I guess he smashed the record for a number of t-shirts sold in a day. So, I mean, there's that. The new logo is sick. Um, Chris Rucker has a bunch of shit to waste money on now and deprive of kids of a good Christmas. So there's that. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm excited overall for Sting to be there. I'm excited for um, AEW as a brand. Um, but I'm also excited for NXT, WWE, and the statements that Triple H makes about reaching out and working with other brands and other right. companies. But, I mean, Evolve was that. I mean, yes. yeah, so was ICW over in, I mean, they, they are doing this. It's just that people don't see that and they're not paying as much attention to it. NXT UK was, uh, was brought upon because of that. I mean... Right, and they're not putting it on television the right, like the the way that they could. Right, they're you can go watch to, you, you can watch independent doing, wrestling on the network right now. You can go watch the, you can go watch that on the E. They understand the power of having an NXT talent on an independent show, and that's what they're doing. Look at this. So I'm just going to go ahead oh. and put like so. Mike Farrell just asked, "Who should Mox drop the NJPW US title to?" Like, I don't think we put that up at all. And Jay, Rumble, and Jay and Rumble just said. Rumble says Mox should put over Juice Robinson. So yes. to answer the question, my Farrell, um, the universe works in a really cool way. So who Mox should drop the New Japan Pro Wrestling U.S. title to should be Juice Robinson. Right? That's, Are we wrong in that? You no, know, no. Juice is, in, <laughs> Juice is incredible. So, hey, uh, We're 20 minutes in. Do you want to take a break or we just go through here? Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, no, we'll do a break, but we're, just, we're not really going to do a break. Okay. Let's, let's tell everybody that's listening to the podcast. Right? We're going to take a break. If everybody that's watching live, uh, we're going to keep rolling. But everybody that's listening to the podcast, uh, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, Legit Layla, um, some John Silver, um, and also our War Games predictions, man, plus maybe a, another little Rousey return prediction. How about that, man? Sure. And actually, I think we uh, we at some point do have to take a break tonight live. But, yeah, let's uh, we're back. Cool. So let's take a let's take a break here real quick. We'll take that live break here in about uh, ten minutes, which is really cool. And then uh, we'll talk about our our war games predictions and Rousey. Uh, we'll be right back. Welcome back, boys and girls. Uh, it's three Irish boys. I'm Josh, uh, also known as Jetty. I'm the one that has the uh, accent that doesn't sound like uh, I'm from South Boston. JP, however, does because that's where he's at. What's up, that's dude? It. <laughs> That's I'm. It. Should we? Should we? So we we got to do this live read here in about nine minutes. I'm not the only one from Boston. Jason Rumble is the Boston bad boy, the one and only Boston bad boy that the he inherited from his father. So and only. I, are you excited about war games? I am actually. I love war games. I what always you, have. What's are you? Are you? I when I think of war games now, I think of Undisputed Era and how they. Just a regular part of it now, like Eric and Ivar were there. They're gone. Yeah. Um, it's I continue to go back to them as a mainstay. So it's it's cool. I'm I'm I think I'm excited. I'm more excited about you, this war games than I have been. You don't even about really know the, the matches either, do you? Though. Well, I I know the female match. Um, we've got uh, Tony Storm, um, Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai. I think Raquel Gonzalez, Shotzi, Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, right? But it's um, Ember Moon. Um, I think Eo's on their team now. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's the match I'm most excited about because Ember's back, Tony Storm's back. Um, it feels like the NXT Women's Division is back like it was a year ago uh, to an extent. So I'm super excited about that. And I'm also excited about the fact that Ember Moon is there and doesn't give a shit. Like she's there to wreck shit. I get that vibe, so I'm That's... I'm excited for it, man. No. Yeah, it's, Mike Farrell uh... horror game should be UE signature match. I think it is, dude. I think it is. I really war, do. War game should be what? I'm not on the screen. I'm uh Uh the war games that should really be undisputed undisputed era's like signature match. Oh yeah. Um 
So, oh, yeah. I mean, as far as I know, we've got Tommaso Ciampa versus Timothy Thatcher, Dexter yep. Lewis, and Cameron Grimes. That's a weird one right there. Um, Leon Ruff, match. dude, I love I love Bucko Five Live and little Leon Ruff, man. It's, it's important to note that that Dexter Loomis Cameron Grimes match is a strap match too. Why? Because it's a strap match. <laughs> he doesn't use his legs anyway. <laughs> did you see? Did you watch That's NXT weirdest... this week when he? How awkward do you feel when he gets in the ring? Do you yeah, feel it's, it's really strange. It's like it's it's sort of strange because like. Edge did something similar. I want to talk when about Edge slips psychology in, behind it someday. And pulled and himself in. But, yeah. like, he is up like he's a cobra about to snap. <laughs> it's weird, right? Like, it's... I The psychology behind it, I understand it. But the, I'm not only... Uh, I'm not only like enamored by the fact that he can he can do he does that right and as far as the way he he sticks his chest out and the way he does that but the fact that he doesn't move his legs like at all he doesn't move his legs at all like zero legs and i don't understand how a person can do that i don't know man maybe it's maybe it's just me maybe it's not what's that to do that can move his legs like that. They can legitimately like just, just lay there. Dead. Yeah, just dead like that. And I mean, he's strong. He's like the neighbor from Family Guy. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, but without the wheelchair, Jason saying Shotzi's Shotzi's team wins. Are we going to do these? Yeah. I let's just let's. let's you know let's, what? Like I might minutes. have to change my opinion because. Ah. Uh, Let's talk about this. Let's talk about Rousey's return for five minutes before we do this live read. Okay. When do you think she's returning? The Rumble? Yeah. Same thing we Again? did three years ago. Why not? Why not have her back at the Royal Rumble this year? Take a drink. <laughs> for well, those of you the... playing along, that was a hidden beyond. Go ahead and take a drink. Where do you bring her in, though? Doesn't matter. You just bring her in. I don't. I don't think you have to. You already have. Like, um, aren't the other ones still there training? I believe so. So I mean, you still have the. I mean, so, you you got you got Flair that's out getting ready to come back. Becky's going to have a baby, so you get the time to build up that ultra heel, ultimate heel, over the top heel, right? While Becky's raising her little baby, she's doing the thing that she needs to do for a year, right? And then all of a sudden. A year later, if that's how long it's going to take at Mania 2022, if Rousey's still there, if she's got a contract, you got your main event again with a bloody face. Like you, I, I, I see it, and maybe I'm just an idiot Booker and a Mark when it comes to that, but I, that's the gold for me. But do you, I mean? Tell me if I'm am I out there? I know I'm out there, but do you, I mean, can you buy that? Um, I do. Gonna, um, it's Fox. She's gonna she's gonna be on Fox. That's she's gonna be on SmackDown. She's gonna bring that's... viewers. She's money wherever she goes. I don't. I'm with you, Jason. Like I please no Rhonda. It's gonna happen. They're talking to her. Are they? It's. Do so you follow the news more than I do? Um, I I am in the news that I want to be involved in. Let's just say not the rumors, but when, they're, right. when there's contract negotiations in process, right, is what I pay attention to. So w- when you talk about ratings and you talk about what's going to – tell me – people compare – like when they're talking about Sting showing up on AEW, when I saw Rousey in the Rumble, that was it. That was – the work that she did for the six months to get up to that plus the work that she did six months after that – Plus what she said when she left, right? Tell me that does not all build up for the biggest female heel you've had in a very, very long time. Plus and it I also allows, it allows I, Charlotte to be a face. I think that was always the plan too, but I, I, just, I, I, I agree. But when babies come in there and, and boys do their thing with girls, that's what happens is, is babies are born and <laughs> You can't prevent it, and it's part of the world that we live in. And pro wrestling now is there's travel buddies, right? Isn't that what they're called now? Is travel buddies? Is the, you can't say I, their name if they're in promotions or travel buddies. <laughs> I just question the time, though. You know, is the time right for it? When would be a when would be a better time? Mania. 
when people expect. But oh, yeah. does it really matter now, though, with the shit the way shit is? So, no. It, you know, uh, it, here's where it matters, and I want to talk about this in a little. Here's what matters: is you bring Sting back on Wednesday night ratings, right? That's going to wane sooner or later. That's going to wane. Ratings are good now, but it's going to wane. I don't understand why you don't bring those guys in for pay per view buys. You're going to make way more money. Same thing with Miro. You're going to make way more money. And what I'll compare this to is when Kurt Angle showed up in TNA after being in WWE. I legit marked out harder than I ever have when Kurt Angle showed up in Impact. Because everybody's been talking about Sting and their favorite Impact. And the Sting and Impact was legit. But Sting and Kurt Angle and Impact were amazing. You mean Kurt Angle that decorates his tree in his Olympic years? (laughs) Dude, he's so awesome. Did you see that video? See? Dude, I'm telling you, Chaos Three Pod is on the same thing with me. Like he wouldn't, like, he's just I wouldn't be mad at Rousey undefeated streak for a year. Like the I would, it wouldn't be easy. Like, he's on can't... the same. He's on the same level as you. Like not good at battle rap. You're gonna get squashed. You're gonna. Do you have this live read ready? Let's get this live read. Fuck, I can't even talk, man. This yeah. Irish, this so, Irish, guys, this Irish copy. So let's let's get this live it, read done and have a good time. It's Christmas time. And this year, we're all looking for the perfect holiday gift. You're locked in your house. You can't really go shop in the malls or, you know, the stores are crazy. And today, I want to tell you about the gallery. G-A-L-R-Y. The gallery shop is a curated collection of photographs from around the world. All prints are made from 100% recycled aluminum, giving your wall that gallery finish. Right now, at the holiday season, the gallery is exclusively offering our listeners 25% off your next purchase using the code Friday. That's 25% off your next purchase at the T-H-E Gallery G-A-L-R-Y dot com T-H-E G-A-L-R-Y dot com using the code Friday. The Gallery create your perfect space. So JP, that's a really good job, man. I'm, 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 I'm impressed you did that all the way through Without a single yawn, G A L R Y. That's because it was me talking, T-H- not you. So it's uh, com. The gallery, yes. but spelled G A L R Y dot com. Correct. Right. Awesome. Man. And it's for decorative, you know, decorative pictures around your house, that type of thing, prints and stuff. So yeah, and and the Chaos Theory Pod just recorded the same odd, uh, same same ad this week. So look at us on the same thing. Orton and the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Yes. Tommy, people forget that they have history. And hey, let's talk about that, dude. At some point, let's talk about getting used to micro storylines. I'm not used to them no. yet. I'm not used to them yet, man. I don't want to be used to them. They happen. Like the whole Jeff Hardy Elias thing, micro feud. <laughs> Done in a month. See you later. Um Who's next? I understand like, why they're doing it. Like, they're trying to get the work for these guys so they can get back in there. But, like, he's, I, the, I, like it just sucks. I was feeling nostalgic this week. And I got I went into a, uh, a YouTube rabbit hole. And Jason will appreciate this because I looked up the old CWA in Boston and Ooh. went through a rabbit hole of some of that stuff. And it was, like, it was cool. Talking the Tasmaniac. I'm talking some guy named Jason Rage. Uh, there was a lot on YouTube of that. And that's... um. The guy who brought who brought Jason into the business and adopted Jason as a son, Tony Rumble, ran that, and it was just a great promotion. Like I wish I was around for that. Um, and it was like cable access here, just going through some of the old school stuff. There was no there was no micro storyline. The shit went on for year a year. I don't know if that's a word or not, but I just made it up. I just think it's applicable when we're talking about storylines that only last for less than a month you almost have to you almost have to call it a, a micro storyline because it is abrupt right. it's it's brief it doesn't last very long dexter loomis and whatever his name is that's another one of those that's it's it, it happens more in nxt than it does on the main but that nxt stuff was bleeding up into the main and and i really think it's i don't know man i don't know but look at the build-up um, like the undisputed error in some of their and some of their storylines has had because they've given them the time to sort of like we joke about the action figures and let them breathe, like but they've let the storylines breathe a little bit, right? And I I think that's we talked about this like last week too is that it's a direct reflection of um, 
TV writers and not pro wrestling writers. And I really feel like a lot of stuff that's lost in this is the psychology. So I hope it comes back. I I think it's in and much needed aspect of that. You saw that in the battle royal with um, Paige and um, Silver and the Dark Order. Just kind of their their back and forth in the psychology with him getting halfway eliminated and the Dark mm-hmm. Order catching him and throwing him back in the ring. Those types of of those need to go on for a very very long time. Like, why does the Dark Order keep helping Adam Page? Like, why? Like those types of things need to fade away and then come back, fade away and come back because that's how you hold. There's no audience held. You know what we have? There's no done captivity. Yet? We haven't done a fucking prediction yet. I know. Fuck it. Should we do them? I'm yeah. just. I, I'm I, I just, listen. I took the time out to do mine this week. Oh yeah. Let's so, do. Let's talk about the one because. Uh, yeah. Which one do you want to do first? I think that all. I think. I think there's not a lot of matches. I think it's they went with the quality over quantity. Yes. Um, I like Champa versus Thatcher. Well, typically, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, and somebody will tell me if I'm wrong, but typically isn't an NXT pay-per-view only a two-hour, or is this yeah. a three-hour? So this they're is all, only a two-hour. all been two hours, really, lately. Right. So, I mean, it's it's not really a short card. It's a short card for a three-hour pay-per-view, but it's a sweet-ass right. card for a two-hour pay-per-view, right? Yep. But you got Champa versus Thatcher. The build-up for that's been pretty quick. Um, I think Tommaso. Tommaso um, Champa. Yeah, because like they, you think about it, they've been giving Thatcher this thing where he's been beating up the young kids, August Gray being one of them, and some of the other students. But he hasn't done anything against anybody with substance yet. And I think Tommaso tests that for him, and I think I think Tommaso Tommaso wins this one. Yeah, I don't I don't see Thatcher going over on Champa at all right now. Um I'm I'm with you. That's a that's a solid Blackheart prediction for me. Yeah, Dexter Loomis versus Cameron Gray in the strap match. What's relevant with the strap? Okay, you got to tell me what's relevant with the strap match. Why did, a, why like did... when was the last time you saw a strap match? AEW a month ago. When was the last time you saw a good strap match? <laughs> <laughs> uh, ECW probably uh, Steve Carino. I mean, I'm thinking the old Texas. You know what I mean? Like the old. Yeah, oh, it's, this was it was it was. Um, I guess that was a Texas bull rope match, not really really a strap match. I, I got, apologize. I think Dexter Loomis on that. Dusty Rhodes and Steve Carino. Sorry, ECW. It's the last time I saw a good match like that. I think it's got to be Dexter Loomis. Yes, I'm putting yeah Dexter all day long. I Cameron Grimes is. I don't. I'm still trying to figure Cameron Grimes out. He's a hillbilly. I mean. In, in that sense that he's a hillbilly, this match, that uh, strap match was sort of made for hillbillies, but I, I just think it's Dexter Loomis. <laughs> so, so what, what is your definition? Is he, why is he a hillbilly and not white trash? Because he's a hillbilly. I mean, white trash is hillbillyish. Right, but there's, there's levels of this. Ask Rucker, uh, he'll tell you. He knows. He thinks we're white trash. Well, that's because he lives in Georgia. He's not wrong. No, he's not. But I'm not saying he's right either. <laughs> then you got who do you get on that one? Which one? Loomis and uh, Grant. Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis wins that. So we agree so far on both. Yeah, there's no I, way. That, there's no way Cameron Grimes and Timothy Thatcher. I great talent all the way around, still developing. But there's no way they can go around those guys right now. I think we disagree on this next one, though. Are you doing the three way? The three way. Damian <laughs> Priest, Johnny Gagano, and the champion Leon Ruff. I think the champion retains. I do too. <laughs> I seriously? Yes. Oh, he's money, dude. He is money. Little and Leo I think I think that something'll happen between Gargano and Priest where one gets knocked out and one gets knocked out of the ring, or maybe there's a double knockout and he gets the pinfall. It'll be the underdog win. He'll always gonna get he's never gonna get a huge win. He's always gonna have that underdog, that schoolboy roll up for the win. You know what I mean? Right. Right, I'm, so um, we're we're all we're it's we're three for three on the same right now. Yeah, now the only two left are the um, the war games matches. You got Team Candice LeRae, which is Candice LeRae, Tony Storm, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, 
First team Shotzi, which is Shotzi Blackheart, Amber Moon, Rhea Ripley, and Io Shirai. Uh, Io, uh, Blackheart team has the advantage where they go in first. Man, this is a tough one. This is... Mm. I went first last time. You go first this time. I think it's Shotzi. <laughs> Why? Just because it's so far. It's, it's it's her year, right? I mean, they're, they're yeah, pushing. Yeah, it's her <laughs> year. It's it's been Ember Moon since she returned. Rhea Ripley, Io Shirai. I mean, Candice LeRae can't take anything away from Tony Storm. Uh, Dakota Kai. I don't. I'm not really familiar with Raquel Gonzalez, but I, I think it's. I think Team Shotzi, and that's it. <laughs> That's a change from what I had at the beginning of the show, by the way. For the record. I didn't want to. I didn't want to be the Beyond Wrestling Mark guy, the Ember Moon, the Rhea Ripley Mark dude that I am. So I'm glad that you were able to validate the fact that it's Shotzi's year and that I'm not wrong in cycling that team. So yeah, Shotzi as well. Yeah, yeah, all, all day right. long. I no offense, like I'm. I, dude, we might go five for five. I think so. I dude, when, we, when there was a podcast. Uh, known as Smart to Death, with Anthony's moved on. Like, well, well yeah, Anthony does. Was, um, doesn't Anthony do Talking Mania now? Shooting the sport? No, no. Oh, that's not, not him. No, okay. that was bad. That was you. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, oh, J Bomb. Sorry, J Bomb. Awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> that was a rib of all ribs tonight. That was a per- That was perfect. I didn't set that up. Didn't talk about it. Didn't do anything. It just came up a natural conversation, and here we are. <laughs> J-Bomb, J-Bomb from Takamania looks like a mix of that Anthony kid. And, I like um, that you call him the Anthony kid, and they dislike this young it, man. Hold on, and there's one more. What? There's one more. Um, fucking, who's the dude in Practical Jokers? <laughs> not Joe, not Q, the other one. The one that has female tendencies? Not the one that looks like a ferret. I don't know. I haven't watched it. I, don't, I forget I... his name. I forget his name, but uh, he looks like him, too. <laughs> Thank you, Mike, by the way. Sal. There you go. Sal. Sal yes. Like Sal. Yes. And that was Mike Farrell from Chaos Theory Pod that said that, not us. <laughs> so the next up is Undisputed, Undisputed Era, which we all know. That's Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and Bobby Fish. First Pat McAfee versus... Um, I don't know what they call him, Pat McAfee. I think they call him the Mac, the Mac Pack or something. I call him the Shitstorm. Um, but Pat McAfee, Pete Dunn, Oni, you got Fireface fire and Shitstorm, Oni Larkin and Danny Birch. Um, and in this match, uh, Pat McAfee's team has the advantage. Uh, I, I don't want to pick against the Undisputed Era, but I am this time. Then we are going to disagree, my friend. I think you were going to have something special in this match. I think from seeing Pat McAfee versus, uh, what was it, Adam Cole, uh, I think you're going to see him do some crazy stuff, and it's going to be fun to watch. I'm, But I think it's going to go to Undisputed. I don't think you can have Undisputed ever lose that match to a team that was put together two weeks ago. I agree, but I have to go against the grain on this one because it's too obvious. For me, this one's too obvious. Do you know what I mean? And I love like Oni Larkin, Biff Busick. You know, like I think Oni is uh, unbelievable. I think Pete Dunn is unbelievable. I think Danny Birch is great. Pat McAfee, like I said, he put on something special with Adam Cole, and didn't just rely on Adam Cole to do that. Dude, I'm I I didn't give Pat McAfee enough respect when that like it was, it was a basic wrestling match. It was a basic basic, upon basic come out, bounce off the ropes, take a knee, headlock, fucking match at the beginning, right? But it got tremendously better. Well, he was really doing like quick. the, he was doing the suicide dives and the um, all kinds of crazy shit that he well, shouldn't have been able the, to do. When I saw the rope to rope and go to the knee headlock, I was like. Come on, dude. We can't be having this on NXT. I'm like, you got to bring something to it, right? Something. But yeah, it was. 
I'm in, I'm in, I'm thoroughly impressed to see the maturation process, and I'm thoroughly impressed to see the dude with drive go do something and prove that if you put your fucking mind to do it, you can do whatever you fucking want. That's and that's Pat McAfee, right? That's it. So we called him, and we differed on one. So that's where I think you're going to lose. I think I'm going to win. <laughs> What's the bet? Um, do we still wager on this shit? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, we should do something, I feel like. Oh, especially well, we... since it's war games. If I hadn't known this, I would have put more effort into it than a minute before we went on. Right. Because I'm usually pretty good at predicting these NXT well, matches just by looking at who I know and what's going on. I was busy watching. And this is, dude, I'm seriously, was... this is, I'm legit, like, I, when people ask, like, why do, you, why do you love NXT so much is because I'm a mark for it. I make sure well, I am. I don't read the dirt sheets. I don't read who's going to get signed. Unless it's Anthony Green, and I don't worry about it. I... <laughs> well, right before this, and you know this, I was watching The Mandalorian as they debut. <laughs> no spoilers yeah, see, there, I'm just teasing. Yeah, yeah, and we, I don't know, I think we just do it because it's it's natural and it's organic, and we appreciate um, everybody that comes along with us. Um, <laughs> see, here you go. Look at this. We can wager my fig, JP. Which figure? I don't know. I think you owe her one. Oh, <laughs> shit. I do owe her one. <laughs> Which figure do I owe her? Loser has to buy Chaos Theory shirt. No. <laughs> Loser has to wear a Chaos Theory shirt. <laughs> oh, I'm just man, playing, you are, Mike. You I'm are just playing. But, no. Mike, that's what you're in for. Like, I'm that quick off the top with that shit. Here's That's what, what you're in for. Timber says the one I never got. Here's what we want. So just because you guys win that week does not necessarily mean that we have the time to send it out that week. There's right. like a 30-day processing. I am still mm-hmm. sitting on Nick Haddock's cane figure right here. Let <laughs> <laughs> uh, us go out tomorrow. I think I'm still sitting on some stuff here too. But Everything Did you, else. I, I'm, uh, we've got a few more things we want to touch on. We've got to spin the wheel. This is like the yes. like the last 15 minutes of the show where we kind of do what we need to do. Is there anything else? Like, we, I mean, we've, I, I, I would have, I, I don't know. Is this is for that edge figure, on? man. That's a badass figure, and there's not a lot of names on the wheel this week. I'm sort of disappointed. Well, it's, I think it's been a rough week for a lot of people. This man. is three figures in one because it's really edge. It's Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Like so, it's not only three figures in one. Right now, it's three companies. JP, have you seen this yet? I don't know what it is. Oh yes, yes, I have. God, just that's that's. I mean, the, this um, thing. That was is, that little picture you bought, right? Yeah, the sixteen by twenty of the Iconics JSA. Look at the it's framed now, dude. That's that is awesome. You said that's a heavy duty frame too, huh? Dude, it, it probably weighs as much as Jax does, like 20... And it's, yeah. and it's, uh, no, it doesn't weigh that much, but it's... Dude, this is oak. It's heavy. Plus, it's got that... I mean, it's in there. <laughs> Any Valvinus figures. Let me stand up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he wants the mini. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's not do that here. That's for after hours. Bobby, um, I want to know what you... That's for after hours on 80 Proof Pod. Bobby, I want to know what you uh, what you bagged this week. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm saying that we... I'm, I'm saying that we just... Bobby told me his brother almost caught it. almost hit a 10-foot... 10-point uh, buck. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. What are you... As far as figures go, have you have you went out? What you did you? I showed you what I got. I I don't think I did. I keep it in here. Well, I I did order that edge figure for myself too. I think I let Timber take back that uh, that Cena. So um, yeah, but that Cena gender. What was that? What was that one I showed you? What was that? Uh, um, oh, the ultimate. That was the ultimate. Yeah, the John Cena. What, what do they call him? That decade of domination or whatever the hell it is that they're calling. I just I, I saw it in Walmart, man. I just I didn't have to do anything but show up, and there's a, there's a drink, Bobby Demore. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to do anything but show up. Like I'm literally one. Oh, see that? Look at this money. Bam. This one right here. Look at that. Decade of domination. John Cena wearing the the white hat. Larry Bird. Um, 
I love the fact that it has the word life knuckles in there. Like this is guess what, JP? This is this will be one that is not breathing. Oh yeah, no, I'm getting Jax is getting his hands on that one. I tried to this Undertaker one. I want really bad, really bad. What else is on there? Look at that. Oh, oh, that's a nice Orton figure too. I ha dude, I almost grabbed that, but the top, like in Walmart, this top right here was ripped. Yeah. So I had a choice. Are you going to spend twenty dollars on this big that? Yeah, we're both in box. Like I'm not taking them out. The ones I have, I don't take out of the box. Yeah, yeah this one literally. If it, uh, this I need, honestly, if it would have been between Cena and you, Taker on this one, I don't know what I would have done. You know my issue. My issue is like I have a like with the way my room is set up. I have a closet that I can display some stuff in. My sneakers take up ninety percent of that closet. Yes, and my figures are already taken up the other ten percent. Um, my mini studio here is there's a lot in here. I'm thinking of doing something similar, but on my door here, because my door doesn't hit the wall when it opens, so I could pull that off. I've um, I've le legitimately almost got it down to a science, man. That and you just went, died of like six months ago. You weren't collecting figures for a year. No, no. Like, I, I pass on the Legends. I could go buy an Eddie Legends right now. I could go buy a Warrior Legends right now. I could go buy some other one of these right now. Um, but I'm more of a, I'm specific. If I don't have an attachment to the fig at what point in time, like to me, that John Cena figure reminds me of the early thugonomics, like the Newberry mass, John Cena coming out, SmackDown. Who's this? That's the John that's Cena. I fucking love dude. That's the John Cena. I fell in love with. That's the John Cena that took and transformed an Attitude Era into the John Cena era. That was the kid that did everything that he had to do, and I think listened to a lot of what Undertaker had to say and did what he needed to do. That's... I fucking yeah. dude, I respect him for, for not only because of who he is, but the conviction that he has and his willingness to put himself out there and make himself available to not only make a wish foundation, but all the other shit that he does. He's one That's of the biggest like Make-A-Wish guys, too. Oh, and, Mike, yeah, I'm a sneakerhead. I'm mostly an AMX 90 guy. Um, I don't think I'll get the Nature Boys. I do Tommy, have... Is Tommy I on do, the wheel? Tommy's asking, is he on the wheel? I'll put Tommy on. Hang on. Yeah, Tommy, you're on the wheel. I didn't see the... I didn't notice the retweet. I don't see all the shares on Facebook, guys. It's hard to... It's hard to see those, so... We do our and best. I know Tommy. I know Tommy talks about us all the time, so I should it, remember it, him like I remember Bobby. It's just good to have everybody here. It's it's nice to hang out with people that hang with, out with us on a consistent basis on a Friday night, and um, we may be changing up some things. Um, more, I don't know, man. I, I'm finding some cool ass basic figs out there. I love giving out the elites, like the Johnny Gargano. The Johnny See, Gargano that's out there right now that I just saw that I didn't pick up that I should have. Um, I'm an elite guy myself. Like I'm not a huge collector, so I'm an elite guy, and I like the stuff like that Edge figure, um, the Kane figure. So the thing when I see a figure I'm going to buy for myself, I'm going to try to grab two. That's what I've been trying to do. I've been looking for. Did, I, did you like the the plus? So I do top shelf shopping at Walmart. Right, because usually at Walmart they, they have the like they have the boxes up there, and I can read and I see it right, and I'm like, oh, absolutely. So and me I, and you like, can reach them. Oh yeah, look. So there's the so this is the one that had uh, this is series one thirteen. So Mim, Cena. So this this is the Chase variant of Edge, and I grabbed that one up, dude. What? Yeah, yeah, straight up out of the box, bro. Right there. That's the chase variant of the edge. Now, what makes it the chase? The colors? Yeah, so the colors, like you'll see the the, um, the, the pants down here, different colors, such the boots as well. I think the other one, no. I can't remember what it color was, but it was like a blue. Plus, I got um, Mia Yim Dude. in this is fucking pretty sweet, too. There is a chase version of this figure that we're giving away today, which, truth be told, is not in my hands yet. I'm waiting on shipping. I was hoping to have it by today so I could... Um, this is what I was going to try to do and not even tell you guys is this is what we I do. know 
I know that there's a Kurt Hawking signing in New York tomorrow that I know one of my friends is going down to. I was going to send both figures down and surprise whoever we gave it to with an autographed figure. But we can't. I mean, it's, but, it's just... Yeah, it didn't, it didn't work out. But that's the type of shit that you guys can be ready for from us, because we will do that stuff. Um, but there is a chase variant of this, and if one of the two that comes in is the chase, that will be the one that we give away. Absolutely. I'm a, if we get any chase variants, like, I'm going to give those away more than anything else, and that's what I love more yeah. about doing this. And it's it's Timber's fault. It's Rucker's fault. It's um, doing the favorite podcast's fault. Um, who else can I blame? Um, it's your fault. It's the kid's Let's fault. It's everybody chaos. else's fault but mine. Let's blame Chaos Theory just because I made fun of him earlier. I feel like i got to blame him. Yeah, it's Chaos Theory's fault. What a, chaos Theory fault. does a badass. Like Mike's podcast is awesome. Like He basically takes one match out of wrestling past and talks about it every week. Which one is right. the So if, if I'm looking at the uh, Elite Series 8 Eddie Guerrero. Which one is what is that? And Mike and Mike is part of the full press coverage family, so you can get him on fullpresscoverage.com. Here's a, let me I'm gonna put this out there for everybody that's listening to us when you when you download us on Wrestling News Source or you download us through full pressing through the through the full press app, um, whether it's through the app or the website or at um fullpresswrestling.com. Um dude, we the reason we align ourselves with the people that we do Take a drink, Bobby. Is because we're not worried about unprofessionalism. We're not worried right. about things happening where it blows up and all of a yeah. sudden, yeah. You're gone. Nobody it's, on those sites is getting it. There's no, not that cancel culture doesn't exist there, but they're so professional that they're not. They don't have to worry about being canceled. Right. If I call uh, this is Joe on YouTube. If I recall, the regular one thirteen edge was black and blue or black and purple. I think he's right, and not the rated R. So that's. Um, okay, that's the difference. Oh. So there you go, man. That's oh, so, so he's looking for the for the legends Eddie that was supposed to be a Target exclusive. So those are the legends figures, right? That's... Like the like the hammer. Those ones, like, like I think. Like I think Eddie came out with. Um... I think Eddie oh, came I out see. with the so Ultimate Warrior. So this was seven. So eight comes out with Warrior. I'll go check, man. That was the suit. The Warrior. Oh, he has the that suit. one. He needs. Oh, I think this is the one he got from Rucker. I think Rucker sent him this one, maybe. But Rucker did send him a fucking pretty cool fig too, man. Rucker don't send me shit. Rucker thinks you're a bitch. He does. So I he tells Rucker. me in private. He thinks I'm a bitch too. So we're he was both a, included <laughs> in that. But uh, guys, let's spin this. Let's spin this. We got. We're done. Let's let's spin this wheel and be done for the night. Um, I've wrapped presents today with Timber. Um, I have things to do. Again, you can find us as always. Hashtag Free Fig Friday. Um, we're giving figs away all the time. iTunes, Speaker, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeart Radio, Full Press Wrestling, the Full Press Wrestling app, and Wrestling News Source, WrestlingNewsSource.com. And that's at the number three Irish boys with a Z as. JTW for life is gonna win. Yes, and J- that's cool because JTW for life is a new name that I've been seeing the past couple of weeks. Uh, At JTW for life uh, via Twitter hashtag Free Freak Friday is our winner, JP. So reach yep. out to us, DM us. Let's get us your information so we can get you there. September, I'm betting <laughs> for the broadcast. I'm actually going to send JTW for life a message. Hey, Jason, right now. Jason, thanks for coming, man. I appreciate any time that somebody lets us know that we're doing a good job, that we're somebody yes. enjoys the show. Like yeah. it means a lot to us because when we sit down behind the mic, we're just two buddies having a conversation, and you guys get to be a part of that. And we love including people in the live podcast, and we love being able to say that when this goes out, you guys are in thousands and thousands of people's ears at the same time. That's it. And Jason, I miss you, buddy. I can't wait to see you at a show. Is there anything else tonight, man? Are you any anything that you got out? Um, no, just thank you to everybody for tuning in and coming in and chilling with us, man. It means a lot to me. Yeah, if you guys need figs, like uh, at all, I'm gonna Farrell. I'm gonna get off right now. I'm gonna see if I can find that fig. If I can find, it, I'm gonna go grab that sob and make sure that uh, you get it. Um, again, man, it's 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 the love of pro wrestling. It's the figures. It's. Uh, Are you going figure hunting right now? I, if it's there, I'm going. I'm gonna go. You know where I'm going to look, right? Hashtag yes. legwork. 
send me a if you if you go send me pictures because I'll pay I'll uh, cash app I'll Venmo you whatever. Okay, I will. Um, again, guys, uh, at the number three Irish boys with a Z, um, you can find us anywhere podcasts are found on the internet. Um, just search for the Irish Whip Podcast. Uh, we appreciate you listening. I'm Josh Yeti. Uh, JP, anything? No, man. Thank you, guys. Um, WNS, WrestlingNewsSource.com, of course. FullPressCoverage.com. Thank you. Uh, guys, for all your support, thank you, people, for coming in and hanging with us. I hate to say fans because like, you guys are family and friends to us. But thank Make you sure you visit www.thegallery.com. Promo code Friday. Save 25%. Friday. Just like Free Fig Friday. That's it. Uh, they they did D. that just for us. Yeah. Bobby D, Jason, Lori, Timber, babe, thanks for hanging out, you guys. Farrell, RJ, Petey, Petopolis. I think you're around here somewhere. I think I saw him out there. I didn't see oh. Pete in there. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I'm just mentioning Pete's name. Maybe I'm Maybe I'm doing... The same thing Paul Heyman does and just making shit up and throwing it out there and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week.